0: Welcome back to Line Breaker Sports. I am Game Day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. This is episode 22. 22, folks. 22 episodes you'll listen to us. So we thank you very, very much. Uh, This week, we have NFL Week 7 and College Football Week 8 picks for you this week. Uh, We give our full in-depth analysis on the NFL, uh, give our thoughts and insights and picks. In college football, we just rattle off all of our picks because there's 50 to 55 picks a week. And if we did our analysis, this would be a 10-hour show. So. It's a bunch of picks for you guys, some analysis, some gripes, and a whole lot of fun. Benny Buckets, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Greg. Doing well. We are uh, back for another week here in
1: the uh, college football. Uh, very exciting. So, uh, very excited to go over that with you here today and see how uh, see how it all, you know, it all shakes out for us uh, as I maneuver here. There we go um so i'm just trying to find uh some information perfect so uh gonna go over the college football here we're gonna go over last week's results starting with game day greg since he's in the lead so far this year he went uh, a, a solid even 500 including a push folks including a push 27 27 and one the tredavius white memorial uh memorial record there for you folks uh, a little incorporation there with Tredavious White, and for there you, you old-school old Denver Bronco fans, Steve Atwater. Steve Atwater also with the uh,
0: – Although the- college football fans may be confused because Trey White's number was, I believe, 17 at LSU. Uh, uh, I think it was – yeah, something like that, 17, 18. Because Trey I think White it was White. like a number that they give out to the captains, and it's only for the captains. That's why – Co- Correct. I don't know if it's 17, but I think it was some specific number that wasn't 27, so – correct but uh but we're we're incorporating we're incorporating the the NFL yes, show in here course.
1: as well so that's okay so I think people get we'll catch the drift uh most people know that we're listening here That Tradavius Whites number is in fact 27 for those uh who are listening we're not oh, absolutely we just like to mess with Money buckets we do yes of course so that was the record for game day Greg uh Benny buckets last week was 29 24 and two five games over 500. Woo. And we are finally, we have finally climbed the mountain, folks. We were uh, hovering around 500 all year, finally above it. 157, 153, and three pushes on the season. So uh, without any further ado, we're going to get right into the picks here as to try and make this as efficient as possible. We know Game Day, Greg, does not like the lengthier, uh, the shows of the lengthier
0: variety. Oh, I think we bring that up every time we do one of these NFL and college football plays. <laughs> but the soccer talk, soccer talk ones I'm cool with. Not yes. necessarily for the content, but for the right. uh, for the length for uh, the duration. duration
1: for the duration. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, we're gonna get right into it here. So I'm gonna start today. I think again, they Greg started last week, so I'll start today. We're gonna start tomorrow night, October 17th. Three games out of Conference USA for you, fine folks, on the ESPN family of networks. Uh, starting with Middle Tennessee at Liberty, uh, under 55 and a half points. Southern Miss at South Alabama, under 53. First best bet of the week. Uh, this did not go particularly well for uh Benny Buckets last week, unfortunately. 0 3 in the best bets. Uh, game day, Greg, what were you in the best bets
0: there, sir? I uh, you got him. Oh, fantastic here. question. But Let's I, see uh, here. I was one, two, and one, two, two and, and one,
1: one. two, two, and one. Oh, well, I was 0 3. It was not good. We will try and improve this week. First best bet for Benny Buckets is going to be Western Kentucky minus the seven at Jacksonville State. First best bet. Western Kentucky uh, is flying offensively, a very good team. They do not seem to be affected by playing on the road either. Um, And Jacksonville State last week did take a bit of a beating at home against Liberty. Uh, I expect Western Kentucky to be able to to exercise some of their offensive prowess, again, as well against Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State's top two quarterbacks as well. Both are questionable for the game, so that could also put a a little bit of a hindrance into the uh, Jacksonville State offense. So for those reasons, that's my first best bet. Western Kentucky, minus a seven. Moving right along the third, uh, the next game is going to be on Wednesday night. Florida International at Sam Houston. Sam Houston, minus five and a half. New Mexico State at UTEP. New Mexico State, minus three. Rice at Tulsa, over 57. James Madison at Marshall. James Madison, minus three and a half. SMU at Temple. SMU, minus 19 and a half. Michigan at Michigan State, over 48. Penn State at Ohio State. Penn State, plus four and a half. Tennessee at Alabama over 47.5. Army at LSU over 57.5. Utah at USC over 56. Duke at Florida State under 49. Clemson at Miami of Florida over 49. Arizona State at Washington over 58.5. Texas at Houston, Texas minus 23. Washington State at Oregon, over 60. TCU at Kansas State, over 57. Wisconsin at Illinois, under 42. UCF at Oklahoma, Oklahoma minus 19. Virginia at North Carolina, over 56 and a half. Ole Miss at Auburn, under 56 and a half. Uh, North Texas at Tulane, over 61 and a half. Minnesota at Iowa, Iowa minus four. Mississippi State at Arkansas, under 50 and a half. South Carolina Missouri, over 59. Northwestern at Nebraska, under 43 and a half. UCLA at Stanford over 55, Boston College at Georgia Tech over 57.5, Pittsburgh at Wake Forest, Wake Forest minus 1.5, Texas Tech at BYU over 52, Baylor at Cincinnati, Cincinnati minus 2, Oklahoma State at West Virginia over 50.5, Memphis at UAB over 63.5, UTSA at Florida Atlantic, UTSA minus 3.5. Charlotte at East Carolina under 41 and a half Appalachian state at old dominion, old dominion plus six coastal Carolina at Arkansas state. Second best bet here, folks, coastal Carolina minus 10. Uh, I picked against coastal Carolina last week in the best bet. I had coastal Carolina against Appalachian state at app state minus seven, I believe, or minus six. Uh, And they absolutely steamrolled them there in Boone, North Carolina. I expect more of the same here. Appalachian state, uh, has a very good quarterback. I believe his last name is, I think his name is Grayson McCall, if memory serves correctly. Arkansas State, not a very good team, gives up a lot of points. Uh, them being at home shouldn't be much of a factor. I like Coastal Carolina. I
0: appreciate you knowing the starting quarterback there, but I appreciate that. That's more than the soccer analysis, I will say. But, uh, yes. anyways.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Well, we got to give, give the people
1: the content. We got right. to give the people the content. Coastal Carolina uh, opened up his nine point favorites, has already moved to the 10. So that's a good sign. For, uh for being on the on the chantelier side here next up Georgia State at Louisiana over 60 and a half Eastern Michigan at Northern Illinois under 44 and a half Toledo at Miami of Ohio under 48 and a half Western Michigan at Ohio uh, under 51 and a half Akron at Bowling Green Bowling Green minus eight Nevada at San Diego State over 48 and a half Rutgers at Indiana Rutgers minus four and a half Air Force at Navy Air Force minus 11. Uh Louisiana Monroe at Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern minus 16 and a half. Uh, South Florida at Yukon under 54. Central Michigan at Ball State, Central Michigan, minus four and a half. Buffalo at Kent State, Buffalo, minus seven. Hawaii at New Mexico, Hawaii, plus two. Colorado State at UNLV, the third and final best bet of the week here. Going to take the over, over 61 and a half. UNLV has been putting points up like crazy, folks. Uh, They have just been on an offensive tear recently, 45 last week against Nevada. And Colorado State does not have a very good defense. They also can put up their fair, share of points. So I expect lots of fireworks in this game. I think we're going to see a total probably in the high 60s, low 70s. So I think over 61 and a half is the play. So my third best bet, Colorado State at UNLV, over 61 and a half. And the final pick of the week, uh, a whack showdown Utah State at San Jose State, San Jose State minus five and a half. So the best bets once again Colorado State at UNLV over 61 and a half, Coastal Carolina minus 10 at Arkansas State, and Western Kentucky minus seven at Jacksonville State.
0: Very, very nice. Much appreciated. Just. Couple minor changes because I looked at the lines as we were, uh, as you were going through this, uh, and three of the picks I have as well. So I want to make sure these are correct. Uh, Georgia Southern changed from minus 16 and a half to minus 16. Um, Michigan, your Toledo seven. Miami under changed from 49 and a half to 49, and your Western Michigan Ohio changed from 51 and a half to 51.
1: Uh, can you read those one more time, please? Absolutely, three. minus 16. All right, Western Michigan.
0: Your Western Michigan.
1: I got to find it here This is uh, with the interesting folks. Uh,
0: line changes. I just picked this game an hour ago. Uh, these games an hour ago and they've already changed. You said that's 51 now? 51 in the Western Michigan, Ohio. And then okay. I think Toledo, Miami, you said 49 and a half. That's 49. Uh, I
1: said 48 and a half, actually.
0: It's 49 now. Uh, okay. So it's 49, yep. All right, well.
1: Uh, that's two, how quick the lines change folks yeah, yes literally they do, about the minute <laughs> they do move uh, these picks were probably picked about two hours ago so they do move even days before the game folks so that that is a good disclaimer for you to check uh check the your sports book we use DraftKings here just for consistency but definitely right. shop the lines and and uh they can be different at different sports books usually there's not a huge variance but they can
0: can be the difference between you winning and losing or pushing it back so Absolutely. Thank you for the reminder, Benny Buckets. Yes. All right. Moving right along to my week. Well, we're already in week eight. Shoot. Week eight. Yes. Week eight of the college ah. football. Correct. It seemed like it was just starting up and we're getting back into football. But here we go. Week eight. Middle Tennessee versus Liberty. Liberty minus 14 and a half. A Southern Miss versus Alabama under 53. Western Kentucky versus Jacksonville State. I'll ride with Benny Buckets. Western Kentucky minus seven. Florida International versus Sam Houston, over 39 and a half. New Mexico State versus UTEP, New Mexico State minus three. Rice versus Tulsa, over 57. James Madison versus Marshall, James Madison minus the three and a half. SMU versus Temple, under 56. Michigan versus Michigan State, Michigan minus 24 and a half. Penn State versus Ohio State, over 47. Uh, Tennessee versus Alabama. This is going to be my first best bet of the week, folks. I am going Tennessee plus the nine against Alabama here, folks. And this is more of a testament to what Alabama did last week. So Nick Saban's in a very interesting position that I don't know how many times he's had in his career where his offense is trash. His quarterback, <laughs> other than running uh, and throwing the deep ball, cannot do anything. He cannot throw an intermediate pass. He cannot throw an out route, uh, slant. Seems like anything over the middle or <laughs> within the 15 to, or i say 10 to 20 yard range, he struggles very much so and completing those passes with accuracy. So I'm going to take Tennessee just in the fact that Alabama is not the team that it used to be. Uh, Kept Arkansas around late in that game last week. Uh, Arkansas put up a real fight against them, so I think Tennessee's going to do the same thing. So I'm going to take Tennessee plus the nine. All right, moving right along. Army versus LSU, LSU minus 30. Utah versus USC, USC minus six and a half. Duke versus Florida State, Duke not only a football or a basketball team anymore, Duke plus 14. Clemson versus Miami, Clemson minus 4. Arizona State versus Washington, Washington minus 28. Texas versus Houston over 61 and a half. And then Washington State versus Oregon, this will be my second best bet of the week folks. I'm taking over 60. I am just hoping for so many points in this game. Uh, I watched Oregon Washington last week and there were points galore. Uh, Bo Nix and that Oregon offense, when they're clicking, can move the ball efficiently. Uh, they do have weapons on the outside. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. His last name's Franklin, but he's one of the top ten wide receiving prospects in this upcoming draft that I would like the Bills to very much take a look at. However, I would like the Bills to take at any a look at any wide receiving option <laughs> uh, outside of Stephon Diggs. So that we'll save that for football talk or NFL talk. But that is going to be my second best bet: Washington State versus Oregon over sixty. TCU versus Kansas State, Kansas State -6.5, Wisconsin versus Illinois under 42, UCF versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma -19, Virginia versus North Carolina, North Carolina -23, Ole Miss versus Auburn over 56.5, North Texas versus Tulane over 61.5, Minnesota versus Iowa, Iowa -4, uh, Mississippi State versus Arkansas over 49.5, uh, South Carolina versus Missouri, Missouri -7.5 Northwestern versus Nebraska under 43.5. UCLA versus Stanford under 55. Boston College versus Georgia Tech under 57.5. half. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest. Give me Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Uh, Texas Tech versus BYU. Texas Tech minus four and a half. Baylor versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus two. Oklahoma State versus West Virginia. Oklahoma State plus three and a half. Memphis vs UAB over 63, UTSA vs Florida Atlantic over 58 and a half, Charlotte vs East Carolina Charlotte plus 7, Appalachian State vs Old Dominion over 54, Coastal Carolina vs Arkansas State under 60 and a half, this, this is a run of unders folks, Georgia State vs Louisiana under 60 and a half, Eastern Michigan vs Northern Illinois under 44 and a half, Toledo vs Miami of Ohio under 49. Western Michigan versus Ohio, under 51, and Akron versus Bowling Green, under 39 and a half. That's how you know I went through the MAC games, or when you picked the under. Nevada versus San Diego State, San Diego State minus 13 and a half. Rutgers versus Indiana, Rutgers minus four and a half. Air Force versus Navy, Air Force minus 11. Uh, University of Louisiana Monroe versus Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern minus 16. South Florida versus UConn under 54. And then my third best bet of the week is going to be Central Michigan versus Ball State under 43.5 for the sole reason that I would like to root for an under in a MAC game. Uh, moving right along, Buffalo versus Kent State, Buffalo minus seven, Hawaii versus New Mexico. Give me Hawaii plus two, Colorado State versus UNLV, Colorado State plus eight, and rounding out the week, Utah State versus San Jose State, Utah State plus five and a half. So my three best bets this week are Central Michigan, Ball State, under 43-and-a-half, Washington State versus Oregon, over 60, and Tennessee versus Alabama, Tennessee, plus the nine. All right. That's going to do it. Very good. College football,
1: done and dusted. We can move right along to the pro game here. We've got the records here again, so let's get that up here. So uh again, we are picking these games uh prior to the uh the yes. Monday night football game here in week number six, which is Cowboys Chargers. Just as a refresher, game day Greg's got the over 49 and a half. I uh I've got a bad line on this, folks. I got the Cowboys minus two and a half. I think it's now Cowboys minus one and a half. So that's what happens sometimes when you pick early. Sometimes the line breaks with you, sometimes it breaks against you. In this case, it broke against me. But uh it will happen. Absolutely. But pending those games, uh, game day, Greg, on the week number six, eight and six uh, against the spread on his best bets. He won with the lions minus three and a half by, they won by 14 points covered well covered by 10 over 10 points. He lost on the Niners minus five outright loser, uh, 19 to 17 to the Browns. And uh, he lost as well on the Cardinals and the Rams don't have that score at the tip of my 26 fingertips. to
0: nine 26, 26 to nine, to nine. Mm-hmm. so that
1: was a that was a pretty a pretty lackluster offensive performance from the cardinals and the patriots also a very very unfortunate backdoor backdoor uh there for the, well he had him on the upside special that wasn't going to be a backdoor but as a backdoor cover from the Ra- from the raiders a max crosby sack with under uh two minute uh safety excuse me with under two minutes to go Gave the Raiders a backdoor cover minus three. Uh, they went from nineteen seventeen to twenty one seventeen, so they covered by a point, and they would have they would have lost by a point on the cover. Uh, the Patriots would have covered by a point had the safety not happened with Mac Jones. So uh, no 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 win on the upset special for uh, Benny buckets. Uh, so let me get Benny buckets. My stats up here. So back to the uh, NFL picks. Uh, I went. Let's see, six, seven, and one on my best bets. I am one and one because the Cowboys minus two and a half was my third best bet of the week. So that is still pending. One on the Bengals, uh, minus two and a half, 17 to 13 winners over the uh, Seahawks. Lost as well. We were both on, we both family play on the best bet on the Cardinals uh, over 48. Uh, That did not hit, as we already alluded to, 26 nine Rams. And then my uh my upset special, a little unfortunate there, had the Bears on the upset special, a little unfortunate with uh Justin Fields going out. Uh they did not win, they did not cover, they lost again 1913. So we were both or we were 0-2 combined on the upset special. Uh so far this week. We are uh one one in uh a combined two and three on the uh best bets. Uh, game to Greg one and two. Benny buckets one and one. Pending the Monday night game, and uh, we're gonna get started here. Uh, on our week number seven picks, week number seven picks in the NFL. Uh, the first game we have up here is gonna be the Thursday night game. That is the uh Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints. The Saints are a three-point favorite, minus 110. Jaguars, plus three, minus 110. Total in the game is 39, minus 110 on both sides. Jaguars, plus 130 on the money line. Saints, minus 155.
0: Game day, Greg, with your analysis. I think this game boils down to whether Trevor Lawrence is going to play or not. Uh, I, and I think it's still questionable at this point. Is that correct?
1: It is. It is still up in the air. This is the tough thing about picking
0: games, so early. Yes. yes. Yes, very tough picking early in the week. So with that being said, I'm going to sway to the under. Give me under 39. If C.J. Beathard is backing up uh, this, or if C.J. Beathard is starting this week, this under is a lock. But (laughs) uh, if Trevor Lawrence is starting, this could put a wrench in things, although the Saints defense is pretty good. Um, The Jaguars offense was improved last week. However, I don't think they're for real yet. Um, I say yet because I do think they could turn it around um, on the offensive side of the ball with regards to getting Calvin Ridley and some of their offensive weapons involved a little bit more. Travis Etienne, they get involved uh, just fine, but uh, they have to stay healthy and they have to get everyone involved. So with that being said, um, I'm going to take the under 39. And I don't even know, is Derek Carr playing for the Saints? He is. Derek Carr uh, is going to be playing. Here. He is healthy, okay. so, healthy enough to uh, play in Yes. I don't think that really matters. So um give me under 39.
1: Okay. Uh I am gonna go uh with the Saints minus three coming up the loss here against the Texans. Uh I do not think Trevor Lawrence will play. This is more of an educated guess. Uh just reading the tea leaves. This line opened up actually. I believe the Jaguars were favored in this or this. I believe the Jaguars are favored in this game by one. Uh it's already moved four points to the Saints minus three uh anytime somebody's getting an mri in a short week which which uh, Trevor Lawrence is getting an mri in his knee even if it is relatively minor i just don't see him playing in the game i don't think it's probably worth the risk it's not a divisional game it is not even a conference game uh and i think the saints you know you know home teams have a very impressive record on thursday night football both straight up and against the spread so i'm going to go with that Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints minus three uh, for those reasons. And that will be actually my first best bet of the week. I will recap them.
0: Whoa, quick first Uh, best bet.
1: First best bet. I thought this week was a very challenging week to find some best bets. So I decided to go with the Saints in this spot on a short week with Trevor Lawrence. I would say more likely than not, more likely that he won't play than he will play. So that is the reason why I am going with the Saints as a best bet here.
0: Uh, Very Very nice. nice.
1: Go Very next nice.
0: there, Game Day, Greg, with the game description. Yes. Uh, well, it just ha- so happens to fall this way. Uh, I'll let Benny Buckets take this one because it's the nice guy I am. Bills versus Patriots. Uh, Bills are a nine-point favorite, uh, minus 110. Patriots, nine-point dogs, minus 110. The over-under is set at 41.5, minus 110 to both the over and the under. Bills, minus 395 on the money line. Patriots, plus 310. Bunny Buckets, take it away.
1: Well, uh, I got a second best bet here, folks. Uh, this is quick, <laughs> running running these out quickly. As it as it turns out, did not know this game was going to be second up there on the
0: uh, on That's, the after There first pick, but yes, uh, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, That's why you started because you wanted to take the Bills uh, pick. So uh, well, I, I it's, it's not going, out, it's, it's, it's
1: it's not going the way you think it's going to go. I'm going with the under forty one and a half. Uh, uh I, Mike
0: is cutting out there, bud.
1: I oh, sorry. under. Under, yes, going with the, can you hear me now? I can hear, yes. Okay, thank you. Under 41 and a half on the Bills here. Uh on the Bills Patriots wow. game. Uh, I don't see a lot of scoring. I think the Patriots will play tough defensively, however, they won't be able to muster much offensively. And I think that Bill Belichick being the coach he is will do everything he can to try and take Stefan Diggs out of the game and you know have the Bills play quote unquote left handed with uh with the right handed throwing josh allen so i like the under here i don't think we're gonna see a whole lot of points uh on either side probably more on the bill side but i'm not i'm not i'm not hundred percent sure they're gonna cover i feel better about the under so second best bet of the week bills patriots
0: under 41 and a half under all right all right i can respect that uh this is gonna be my first best bet of the week folks and it's going to be Bills minus 9. This is a no-brainer to me. The Patriots are an absolute joke of an NFL team, folks. Joke. Mac Jones is a joke. Uh I believe Malik Cunningham is going to take over the starting role in in the middle of that game. In the middle of that game, I'll set the over under at halftime for when Mac Jones will be knocked out of the game. Uh Mac Jones is a nothing quarterback, folks, and going up against this defense, uh oh, I'll give it no, no Trey White, no Matt Milano, no Daquan Jones. You can put me and you in there at defensive tackle, and it doesn't really matter because Mac Jones is terrible at throwing the football. He is not the answer. He was never the answer. Bailey Zappi is a better quarterback than him. Malik Cunningham is a better quarterback than him. Every other second string quarterback in the NFL is a better quarterback than Mac Jones. He has a noodle of an arm. He cannot throw the football. And he does not have the processing speed of a Tom Brady. Well, to be fair, you can't really compare him to Tom Brady, but you kind of have to, with him being with him taking over. So um, yeah, the Bills are going to crush them. This is the week Josh Allen gets right. Okay, take away Stefan Diggs. That's fine. Uh we'll throw to Gabe Davis, Dalton Kincaid, Dalton Knox, James Cook out of the backfield, Hardy, Sherfield Not names we think we should be using. Like things we names we should be saying that are producing week after week, but they're not, folks. Stefan Diggs is the only weapon that Josh Allen goes to nowadays. He had 16 targets last game, 10 catches for 100 yards. That's great. We need more receiving options. We cannot have uh, Gabe Davis putting up two catches for 21 yards and five targets. That's just not acceptable from your second wide receiver. I don't know if that's exactly what the numbers were, but they might 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 as well have been. Oh, we're getting into gripe territory here, folks. So With the Bills, um, I will give one Ken Dorsey's play calling. Um, I know some people are like, "Oh, what do you mean by play uh, Ken Dorsey's play calling? Like he's he's only a first or second year play caller." Um, give him give him a break. No, absolutely not. Some of these play calls that I am seeing are, don't make any sense. Uh, this brings me back to Benny Buck has brought it up before the show. Uh, the Greg Roman days and how they would uh, do stretch runs with Mike Tolbert, who was about 275 pounds and ran about a four-six-five forty. So, or I'm sorry, a five-six-five five, forty. So uh four, six, five would be fast. So uh, yeah, these outside screens that Ken Dorsey is running to tight ends and wide receivers do not make any sense to me, especially, especially when the corners are playing man coverage, press coverage. Uh, so they're right up on the line of scrimmage. And so we have three defenders out there with uh, two uh, two receivers and then the receiver catching the ball. So we have three defenders going up against two blockers already to start with. You have only one half of the field to work with because you're on that half of the field. And it just doesn't make sense. I I, I don't get it. Move the ball down the field. Second 10, we're running screen plays. No, that can't be right. Throw the ball down the field. Seam routes. Use your tight ends appropriately. Oh my goodness. This defense kept us in this game. It really did this past week against the Giants. We should have lost, should have lost, but this defense, it doesn't matter who you put in there. It seemed, they seem to be playing very well. Uh, I don't know if I would hate to say that this, that's the coaching. I mean, <laughs> ugh, I don't know. I don't know if we could put that on coaching the, the the good defense, but I'm just gonna attribute I it mean, to every single player that's gone in the defense uh, this year has been up absolutely against, outstanding.
1: Word up against a team that uh,
0: literally hasn't scored an offense touchdown in a month, but you know, hey. but the Bills are still the number. Or, I believe they're the number one defense. Or I could be wrong on that, but I thought they had a stat something about top five defense uh, this year. Um, no, they are in the red zone. No, they in they the red zone.
1: Yeah, in the red zone. Yeah.
0: No, the red zone. Zone. yeah. So uh, long-winded response to what my play is going to be so bills minus nine i just had to get it off my chest i appreciate you folks listening benny buckets i appreciate you listening as well sure sure absolutely it's, uh all
1: right i, I could do say you- something but i'm not going to but uh, i got. to no, do it do it. Nope, nope, do it nope not do it say it well i mean you, greg likes to have the efficient shows but uh he just uh
0: you know, I took Oh the... <laughs> yeah, you're right. You should have a little, have said that a, little, because, a, little
1: yes. a little a little diatribe on the Bills there, which which is. Oh, you're right. You
0: shouldn't have said that because that was my one I get every three shows. <laughs> so all right.
1: All right. Moving <laughs> along here. I uh next game here. up is the uh Detroit Lions going into Baltimore. Another road game for Detroit. Sure. Playing the Ravens on the road. Uh the Ravens are favored by three at home, minus 110. Total in this game is 42 and a half, minus 108 to the over. Uh, minus 112 to the under uh Ravens minus 162 on the money line Detroit Lions plus 136. yeah this
0: is a tough one um I'm gonna take the Lions actually plus the three I don't know why they are not favored do you <laughs> that's interesting I guess being on the road uh plays a little bit of a factor into that but yeah, I think I'm just going to take the Lions because I think they're the better football team. And when I see the better football team getting plus uh, points, I will take that all day. So give me Lions plus three. And I don't really have any analysis to why.
1: Okay. Uh, I agree. I am also going to take the Lions. And, folks, this is my I... – that I don't –
0: I could have done that. Upset, I, I, I thought uh, about I thought about the upset special, but I yes. didn't. I, that's a better team.
1: Upset special on the Lions. Maybe the better team, but the Lions says they're not. So if we can take it as an upset special. Uh, right. I'm very impressed with the Lions. Uh, I think this is actually more of a play on the London effect than it is really on the a pro mm-hmm. Lions standpoint. Uh, you know, Jacksonville came back after two weeks and had no ill effects against Indy who is playing a backup and Gardner Minshew a quarterback um, and a team that they'd already beat previously in the year that they have familiarity with. Plus the, the, uh, the Jaguars go over there every year. So they probably have a bit, a bit of a process for coming back and going and acclimating to and from the London games. Um, but, I, you know, I'm not as sure with Baltimore. Baltimore is not used to that kind of a, uh, kind of a change. Uh, they do not make the trip every year, uh, as do none of the other NFL teams for that matter, uh, aside from the Jaguars. Um, And I like the way the Lions are playing. Uh, I I just think it's going to take some time to get reacclimated. I I think the Lions are a quality team, and I agree. I think the Lions probably are about equal, maybe a little bit better than Baltimore. does scare me a little bit. The game's on the road. Uh, Detroit is definitely a better team at home than they are on the road typically, but – uh, I'm still going to take Detroit, uh, and I think that they will find a way to pull it out. So, give me the Lions. Uh, plus three. Right. First family, play. First, the money family
0: play. First family Beautiful. play. First family play. All right. Moving right along. We have the Washington Commanders uh, going to visit the New York Giants. Yeah. New Jersey Giants. Uh, Commanders are minus two, minus 108. Giants, plus two, minus 112. The over-under set at 40.5. Minus 110 to both the over and the under. Commanders minus 125 on the money line. Giants plus 105. Benny Buckets.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take the commanders here. Uh I don't really feel great about it. Uh frankly, I I hope uh from a from a commander standpoint that Daniel Jones does play. I think Tyrod actually gives the Giants a different dynamic. Uh, somebody who's not going to make uh a lot of mistakes from turnovers. Um, going to keep the team in the game, and I, I actually think just on a week in week out basis, at least with this Giants team with the lack of explosive weapons, I actually think Tyrod is a better fit for this team overall than Daniel Jones is. I am not a fan of Daniel Jones. Uh, I I was not a fan when they drafted him. Didn't really understand it. Did not come from a quarterback uh quarterback factory, if you will, in the uh, in Duke University. Uh, and he has not really distinguished himself maybe in another six or seven games last year and his first game, um, his rookie year against the Bucs, where he got na- he got dubbed the nickname Danny Dimes. Uh, I don't think too many people are calling him that anymore. But uh, I just I think the commanders probably uh, are a slightly better team. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be a tough game. I also think the other factor here is that the Giants did seem to put a lot of emotion and energy in last night's game against the Bills, and I think that could have a bit of a toll. Um, the fact they didn't come out winning uh, the game, even though they were, frankly, of the better team, uh, I think that also plays into it. The Commanders did have a close game, but I don't feel like they had this kind of emotion or same level of emotion with their starting quarterback playing against a former team and their coach, uh, you know, coaching at a place where he grew up and against the team he, he formerly was employed by. So for those reasons,
0: give me the Commanders, minus two. Commanders minus the two. All right. I like that, but I think I like the under a little bit better. I'm going to go under 40 and a half here for a lot of the same reasons. Many buckets brought up as to why the Giants uh, aren't going to come out uh, firing in this game. I do believe this was an emotional game for the Giants. These players really wanted to win for Brian Dable. And there are a lot of coaches on the coaching staff that came from Buffalo as well, along with some players. So I do see the emotional side to that um, coming home. Playing the Commanders, not as good of a team as the Bills. I could see this being a letdown. But I think this is going to be an offensive struggle for both teams. I just think these defenses are better than the offenses. If you look at the uh, strength for both teams, it's a defensive line. And both of these offensive lines are very shaken up. Uh, the Giants, very, very shaken up. They brought somebody off the couch in Justin Pugh to play left tackle. or He was originally playing left, left guard, left and guard, then yeah. the left tackle got hurt. Josh Azudu, so- yes, he got hurt. Yes, who was originally the backup left tackle to Andrew Thomas, right? Correct, Correct. yes. So exactly. they're very, very thin at uh, at the lineman position. And if there's one thing that the commanders are good at, that is uh, their defensive line strength, having four first-round picks in the uh, defensive line there. So I don't think uh, the offensive lines will be able to handle the defensive lines. And with that being said, that screams under to me. So give me under 40 minutes okay
1: under it is uh next game up here we've got a uh, a, a much sought after game folks this is uh game day Greg I believe would say set it and forget it the Battle of the backups here folks the Las Vegas Raiders are playing the Chicago Bears the Raiders are favored by three minus 112 the Chicago Bears are plus three minus 108. total in this game 37 and a half to both the over and the under minus 110 to both sides Raiders minus 155. Uh on the money line. Bears plus 130. Before I hand it over to Game Day Greg for analysis, if you could have seen his face when I announced this game, it looked like folks he just
0: sucked on a lemon. So go ahead, Game Day Greg. Very accurate depiction there, Benny Buckets. Uh this is the exact definition of a set it and forget a game. Uh I will take the Raiders minus a three. Uh Justin Fields is not going to be playing. He will be out a couple of weeks with a wrist injury. Um, I do believe the problem with Justin Fields is being able to grip the ball it's a finger conference.
1: it's dislocated finger i believe oh it's a but, finger
0: yes, okay i thought it was under the assumption it was a wrist
1: dislocated okay. finger yeah
0: all right so, thank you sir so mm-hmm. yeah uh with Justin Fields not being able to play folks yikes this offense was terrible to begin with um now we're bringing in i didn't even know who the backup quarterback was what when they brought him in what was his name uh bag bagnet or bajene I guess. Yeah, uh, that sounds tread, like tread longest yard. <laughs> that sounds like a longest yard uh, character there or uh, yeah, that doesn't sound like a real NFL player but mm-hmm. I think one of his first plays he took a strip strip sack fumble touchdown for the defense I think it was one of his first plays coming in so that welcome to the NFL young kid so um, with that being said I'm just going to set it and forget it. Give me the Raiders minus three.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree with the said and forget it part. I'm going to go with the under. Uh, Two backups here, uh, Bajiné against uh, uh, Brian Hoyer. Uh, So I'm not going to do a lot of analysis here, just two backups. Uh, Both teams went under in their games this past week uh, with backups playing part of the game. Uh, I think it'll be more of the same. I think this total actually opened up around 41, 40 and a half. So that shows you that uh, once the – once I don't know if garoppolo has been officially ruled out, but it's unlikely he'll play. And uh once that occurred, um, you know, it uh, it was not a good a good a good a good a good idea or a good good uh on the positive side for for the over and and Justin Fields is already, I think, either doubtful or ruled out, but it's
0: unlikely he'll play either. So give me the under 37 and a half. Under 37 and a half. All right, moving right along, we have another set-it-and-forget-it game, folks, at least for me. I don't know about Benny Buckets, but Cleveland Browns versus Indianapolis Colts. This is a 1 p.m. This is the second-last 1 p.m. game of the slate, I believe. Uh, we have the Browns, two-point favorites, minus 110. Colts, two-point dogs, minus 110. Over-under set at 39 and a half, both at minus 110 to the over and the under. Browns minus 125 on the money line, Colts plus 105 on the money line. Benny Buckets, are you tailgating this one?
1: Uh, also, uh, likely another battle of the backups here with uh, Philip Walker, uh, PJ Walker, excuse me, PJ Walker against uh, Gardner Minshew. Uh, I am also going to take the same strategy, same approach here, under 39 and a half. This really has to do with two factors here. The Browns defense against a Colts offense that is not great and has playing a back quarterback. And then the Colts defense against the uh, likely will, will be PJ Walker again. So uh, he did not play great either. Uh, he tried everything he could to try and turn the ball over before the Browns had the game, what turned out to be the what was the go ahead field goal, uh, what turned out to be the game winning field goal after a Jake Moody missed 41 yarder at the gun. So uh, another game where this is really uh more about the offenses than it is the defenses, at least on Indy's part. Uh the Browns do have a very stout defense. I've heard multiple people say the Browns actually have the best defense in the league after yesterday's performance against the Niners, uh, even though there were some key players who who did not were not able to finish the game for San Francisco.
0: But regardless, give me the under 39 and a half. This is a family play here. Second family play of the week. I agree completely with Bunny Buckets. Give me the under 39 and a half. I was debating between the Colts and the plus two. uh, Gardner Minshew being top three, best top, uh, best backup quarterbacks in the league. um, And being at home, however, I just don't think they're going to be points scored. And if the San Fran offense can't score more than 20 on the Browns defense, there's no way the Colts are even getting close to that. So uh, with that being said, I agree with Bunny Buckets, under 39 and a half. All
1: righty, the final 1 o'clock game here. The Atlanta Falcons are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, in Tampa. Tampa is – uh the Tampa Mayfields are favored by 2.5 points minus 110 against the Atlanta Ritters, who are 2.5-point underdogs. Total in this game is 38.5 minus 110 to both sides. Atlanta plus 114 on the money line. Tampa minus
0: 135. These – I don't know. This week's tough in terms of just being able to watch them. This, I feel like a lot of these are set and forget it games for me, like Commanders, Giants, Browns, Colts, Falcons, Bucks, Raiders, Bears. Mm-hmm. You can go on and on. Uh, not on and on. Those are probably the four I would say in the one o'clock slate at least. Um, the four of the six games, not uh, not not appointment television. Yes, but. yes, not appointment television. Do whatever you need to get done the day, uh, beginning of the day. You want to save it for later. In the week, um, but yeah, this yikes. I don't know. Um, give me the over 38 and a half here. We're gonna have a little fun, we're gonna help for points. I know Desmond Ritter, uh, everyone says he's awful, but how could a guy who threw for 330 passing yards, albeit three interceptions, um, and one crucial interception in the red zone at the end of the game, to lose it for them? Uh, I just don't see this falcons offense being that bad and uh the tampa bay mayfields as benny buckets alluded to uh they can move the ball they have some weapons so i'll, I'll take the over and no real in-depth analysis just more of a feel thing set it forget it maybe i'll actually watch it because i'm hoping for points uh you, you never watch under games or at least i never watch under games because why would you want to see team a uh, defensive stamp so um yeah give me the over 38 and a half yeah, uh, I am gonna go. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go with the box. Give me the Baker Mayfield, the Tampa Bay Mayfields minus two and a half. A couple nice. reasons for this: the Atlanta is not nearly as good on the road as they are at home. I believe they've lost. Get this year. I think they've lost every game on the road so far this year. I could be wrong on
0: that, but I think that's right. Believe that they are completely defeated on the road because Desmond Ritter had not lost a home game since junior year of high school prior to yes, yesterday. I believe that's true. Yes, including yes, exactly. So the yes, they
1: lost to the Jaguars in London. They lost which is a road game technically they lost to the Lions. they've only played two road games in fairness. One of them was in London. But uh they are three and one uh at home. One, two. Yeah, three and one at home. Um after the loss there to so the commander. So um. Yeah, I, I do. I like the uh, I like the Bucks. I just think off a bad performance yesterday against a, a better Lions team than they were from a talent perspective. I think they're going to be able to do some things. They're going to be able to move the ball a little bit on the Atlanta on the Atlanta defense. And I just trust the Tampa Bay defense more than the Atlanta defense. And I trust, believe it or not, Baker Mayfield more than Desmond Ritter. So for that, um, because of that, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus two and a half at home. And that is going to actually be my third. I forgot to actually put this in here. My third and wow. final best bet is going to be the Bucks as well, minus two and eight.
0: All before the four
1: o'clock games. All before the four. That, that shows you how tough the, the games are this week, uh, game day. That uh, yes, all before wow. the four. All my best bets are either the Thursday night game, one
0: Thursday night game, and the two in the one
1: o'clock window. So, all
0: right, respect that. All right, moving right along. First of the two 405 games, uh, Steelers versus Rams. Steelers plus three minus 108. Rams minus three minus 112. Over under set at 43 minus 110 to both the over and the under. Steelers plus 130 on the money line. Rams minus 155 on the money line.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go the under here. Uh, reason being, uh, this is to do with the... Uh, we're talking in the pre-show production meeting here folks about the, uh, the Steelers and Matt Canada, uh, who I think many would hope that he he were to be sent back to Canada, (laughs) Uh, maybe back to the (laughs) CFL uh, for a little, uh, a little improvement on his play calling abilities. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the, there being a ton of points I think the Rams defense will be able to show up against a, a spotty Pittsburgh offensive line. And, I think likewise. I think the Steelers' defense will be able to do a few things. Um, they, they will have to try and stop the run. The Rams in the second half specifically yesterday against the Cardinals were really able to run the ball quite well. Um, we'll see if they'll be able to, um, but I don't feel great either way about the spread, so I'm going to have to go with the total, and
0: I'll go with under 43. do not feel particularly confident in this play. Under 43. All right. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go the Rams minus three here. I think this is a spot for the Rams to really – showcase what they can do in offense uh they have a dynamic dynamic offense in Cooper Cup and Puka Nukua as their star receivers however their running backs are hurt big time uh Kyron Williams is hurt their backup running back is also hurt so they are down to their third string running back starting this week uh which I don't even know who it is um so I think gosh, that doesn't help my Rams minus three take at all <laughs> but I just again I do not believe in the Steelers team with Matt Canada as their offensive coordinator. It's just, they are awful. They have all the talent in the world that they should be a good offense, but um, unfortunately that's just not the case. And I, the Rams are going to put up some points and I don't think the Steelers will be able to keep up with them. So for that reason, Rams minus three. Rams minus
1: three. It's duly noted. Uh, Next up we've got the uh, Arizona Cardinals going in to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the, uh, Seahawks are favored by 8 points, minus 112. Uh, Cardinals are plus 8, minus 108. Total in the game, 44.5, minus 110 to both the over and the under. Cardinals, plus 300 on the money line. Seahawks, minus
0: 380. Mm. I am going to take the Seahawks minus the points here. I know it's a lot of points, but they are at home. This is a terrible Cardinals team. Yes, their offense can move the ball a little bit with Josh Dobbs but uh their running back situation is a mess their backup running back who was going to start and who everybody picked up on the waiver wire did not do much at all i don't even think he got i don't even think he got 10 carries um i could be wrong but oh Mr. Demarcado. Is that you were yes, yes yes I, I do believe he uh it was very uh disappointment I and mean, he actually might be hurt <laughs> Oh, Amari. I'm sorry. Amari D. not Elvis. Amari D. Uh, You could have said anything before the last name, and I would have said yes. So, uh, yeah, for that reason, give me the Seahawks minus eight. I just think they're the better team.
1: Yeah, we're in agreement here. Another family play, I believe, a third of the week here. Uh, Yes. Yeah, Seattle is, I think, coming off a really tough loss yesterday. In many respects, they probably should have won that game outright against the Bengals. Um, you know, multiple opportunities within the red zone to went down for it to get the ball in the end zone. They were unable to convert due to the uh, the Bengals. Really, the Bengals pass rush really was the major factor, I feel like, in those two red zone possessions towards the end of the game in Cincinnati. But I think you're going to get a, a good showing from the Seahawks. I, I've actually been impressed uh, markably with the Seahawks defense. I thought they played limiting Cincinnati at home after they put up 34, 35 against the Cardinals on the road, limiting them to only 17 points, I think is quite an accomplishment. Uh, I think the Seahawks defense is better than people give give them credit for. Uh, and they do have both of their tackles back, I believe, also on the offensive line who have missed some time. So uh, I like the Seahawks. Uh, yes, it's a lot of points. You don't love laying more than a touchdown. Uh, it's not quite two possessions technically, because uh, you could, in theory, get a touchdown, a two-point conversion. But – but it. it you know, in theory, it's not. But in theory, essentially, it is two possessions. Um, but still, I, I like the Seahawks. I think the Cardinals try. They definitely. Oops, second sorry, here. Sorry. A little malfunction there with the microphone. Uh, the Cardinals do put in a good a good effort, but um, you know, they I just don't think there's a t- enough talent on the team to really compete uh, on a week in week out
0: basis. with Some of these teams, including the Seahawks, so give me the Seahawks minus eight. Seahawks minus 80 says all right moving right along because we do this is the point of the night folks where we are starting to get into Monday night football and also we have the uh, Diamondbacks and Phillies game on so one eye is certainly on the screen and one eye is on the podcast that's for sure Uh, so moving right along we have the Chargers going into Arrowhead and playing the Kansas City Chiefs Uh, Chargers are five and a half point dogs minus 105. Chiefs minus five and a half minus and a over under set at 50 and a half minus one to both the over and the under uh Chargers plus 200 on the money line Chiefs minus 245 gotta be the game yeah, of the week right yeah so, I other say, than Sunday night other than Sunday night
1: yeah I would say other than Sunday night got it yeah pro, yeah definitely the game of the week um I, I went back and forth on this I know these teams typically play close games but I think there's a few factors here that actually work in the Chiefs favor um, one, they're going to be on a mini bye week because they did play last Thursday against the Broncos. So they'll get an additional time off. And two is that the chargers are playing on Monday night, tonight, uh, against the Cowboys. I think that'll be a pretty emotional game, um, because there'll be a lot of Cowboys fans in the building and it's a Monday night game. It's a prime 10 game at home. So I think you're gonna have a lot of bandwidth used by the chargers on this, uh, um, um, on this Monday night game. Another big factor is the guy who typically is the biggest receiving threat in these chiefs games is Mike Williams. And he's out for the year, unfortunately with the torn ACL. So he will not be playing. I think that's a, you know, a big loss for the chargers against the chiefs. Um, And while the chiefs haven't looked at their, uh, at their best offensively, they certainly have improved defensively in recent uh, in, you know, this year specifically. So I like the chiefs minus the five and a half. I just feel like they're, I would, you know, they're not, they're not a ton better, but I do feel like they're the better team. And even though those are typically close games, I think the factor is working against the chargers and in favor of the chiefs will come into play here with essentially additional four days off in front of this game. So
0: I will take the chiefs minus five and a half. Chiefs minus five and a half. All right. I'm going to go a little different. Uh, I am going to go with my third best bet of the week over 15 and a half in this game, folks and this is more due to the chargers defense than anything they're giving up 300 points a game in the passing game and what better quarterback to throw the ball around to all of his weapons than patrick mahomes uh, at home 425 game i have a feeling tony romo and jim nance will be on the call for this one uh this screams points to me um i could be wrong Chiefs could dominate the chargers only give up 7 to 14 points and to where I'm hoping for the Chiefs to score almost 40 points, that wouldn't be the case. I'm hoping the Chargers get in the 20s, uh, so that way the Chiefs can get in the 30s and blow them out. I do like the Chiefs minus five and a half, but I think I like the over a little bit more. So, for that being said, and the Chiefs for some reason not being able to cover the number in big games, uh, I'll take over 50 and a half,
1: right? Over 50 and a half, very good. The last of the 425 games, Green Bay Packers minus one at the Denver Broncos, plus one, minus 110 on both sides. Total in this game is over. Uh, sorry, it's half minus 110 to both the over and the under. Packers minus 115 on the money line. Broncos, minus 105.
0: This game does not deserve my breath. So I'm just going to give it the pick. Under 44 and a half. Uh, for I, and a a second, half. I can give a little analysis. Um <laughs> I don't like either team. I don't like either team's quarterback. I don't like either team's offense uh i do think the packers will win just because the broncos are that bad and russell wilson is done folks that there's he's done um i understand his numbers going into last week were respectable and uh up there when top 10 in terms of quarterback uh yardage and whatnot you you can yeah i don't know i i just do not like the broncos um Russell Wilson, or I don't like Jordan Love either. So if I don't like both quarterbacks, I'm not going over. Give me the under 44 and a half. Set it and forget it. This game won't even be a thought in my mind.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers minus one. Uh, I'm not nearly as uh, ambivalent about the game as Greg there. Uh, This really comes down to an anti Broncos play. I think that if you fade the Broncos and the Patriots the rest of the year, that would be a profitable scenario for the most part. Uh, And the fact that you only got to lay one here with the packers. Uh, I think is a good sign. So, uh, I'm a fan of that for sure. Um so we'll see what happens, but uh, I do like the packers. I do like Jordan Love in this spot um, against the bad Broncos defense uh and you know, I think it's just it's just the disintegration there in Denver uh with the 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 kind of the the bad i won't call it toxic—but kind of the cultural issues that are are taking place there, um, and some of the bad vibes. I am going to take the Packers
0: minus one. Packers minus one. All right. And rounding or rounding out the Sunday fair, a Sunday night football. We have the Dolphin. Did we miss a game? No, we, we did didn't miss just, a game. Look at we that. We did not
1: miss a game. No. That's beautiful.
0: beautiful. Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, are going to Philly to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Dolphins are plus 2, minus 110. Eagles, minus 2, minus 110. Over-under set at 52, minus 110 to both the over and the under. Dolphins, plus 105 on the money line. Eagles, minus 125 on the money line. This is going to be a fantastic game, and I can't wait to hear your analysis, Benny Buckets.
1: Yeah, I don't typically like to do this on primetime games because uh, generally these games, for whatever reason, tend to play to the under. But uh, I think you're looking at uh, definitely an over here, uh, so I'm going to go over, despite what I just, in spite of what I just said about primetime games and and unders usually hitting. Um, reason being, actually, the biggest reason being is because the the Eagles are really banged up. They're banged up in the secondary. They're missing, uh, I believe, two of their safeties, two of their top three corners. Uh Jalen Carter may or may not play. He missed this game with the uh with an ankle injury. So we'll see what happens in that regard. But um as Kyle Schwarber just uh just went yard Man, on the diamond that was a bomb. That was uh yeah, that was back into about the 19th row there in right field. So wow. uh, hard times, hard times for the Arizona team. Just uh first pitch, and that that that's the end of that. So uh, did not take long for the Phillies to take a lead in the series, but anyway, uh, getting back to the point at hand as we, uh, was mixed sports here, uh, as we go live, as we're live here on this podcast, uh, with something going on in the world of sports, that's big time in baseball. Uh, I still like the over, <laughs> uh, just like there was a run in the first inning with, uh, Philly. I think there gonna be a lot of points there in Philly on Sunday night with the over 52 yes so give me the over 52 yes
0: way to tie in what's currently happening to what going to happen in the future but certainly we try certainly to. appreciate the creativity there
1: yeah
0: i am going to go with the same this is the fourth family play of the week over 52 just give me the points i want to watch this game and i want to see so many points um yeah it's, it's going to be a shootout it's going to be so much fun like you said Eagles defense is a little bit banged up, which means Tyree Hill is going to absolutely carve up this Eagles defense. <laughs> um, I'm not going to pick a side because, yeah, these teams are pretty evenly matched for me. Uh, so, yeah, just give me the over 52.
1: All right. And the final game of the week, Monday night on the 23rd of October, a week from tonight, the 49ers minus 6.5, minus 115 at the Minnesota Vikings, plus 6.5, minus 105. Total in this game is 43.5 minus 112 to the over, minus 108 to the under. Money line is San Francisco minus 285 and the Vikings plus 230.
0: Yeah, folks, this is a lock for me, and I'm debating switching one of my best bets. I have been known to do that in the past, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna stay with this. Uh 49ers minus six and a half, folks. And I would get this before the number creeps up. Uh I do understand the hesitation. Uh, with the Niners after visiting the Browns and the way they look there. But this Vikings defense is nothing like the Browns defense. There, There is no comparison. Um, it The weather's going to be fine since it's in a dome. The 40, this is going to be a track meet. I, I kind of like the points, but I'm going to take the 49ers minus 6-9 because I like that better.
1: All right, 49ers minus six and a half. Oh, uh... as I was giving my analysis, folks. <laughs> Actually, it's a replay. That, that 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 happened before you gave your right now. That gave that happened while I was giving out the line. So. Uh.
0: Oh, okay, all right. Wow, that was oh rushed. Woo. Folks, it's looking like uh, Phillies will be <laughs> the
1: one the game. It's not even one inning. Actually, it's not even one inning yet, but. Uh. Game day, Congratulations, Greg Congratulations is, to the
0: he, Philadelphia Phillies. He has
1: crowned John the Phillies. Me. He has done the. He has done the Dennis Green, folks. You want know to crown their ass? crown him, and he, and he just did, folks.
0: Absolutely, you're not beating. You're not beating this Phillies team at home. There's they, no way
1: they are. They are who they. They are who we thought they were, and and apparently the Diamondbacks are letting them off the hook, folks. A little little Dennis Green. Also, that rant came as uh, the coach of a Arizona professional sports team, and. Uh, not off to a good start for, for the uh the hometown uh D backs here. Uh uh
0: but uh you know we did have the Phillies it, it, min- It's honorable that they made the NLCS. I will say that. The fact yeah, that they made yeah. the NLCS after the expectations they had on the year. Yes, before 70, half wins came day. Right, that's incredible. That's incredible. And awesome. we did have that's the Phillies
1: nice. we did have the Phillies minus one tonight, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good from that standpoint. But
0: oh know, not a, so he I, put his heart to the side and put his brain I um, did. That's what you got to do as a fan.
1: That's why sometimes you got to pick against the Bills. You know that's the way it goes. The jets. No, that's you just
0: <laughs> pushing my buttons. You know what buttons to press and you press all of them. So that that's more you doing that than anything.
1: Yeah, There's well, no
0: brains behind that pick. But, uh, well, uh, I didn't pick no, against them this I week, kid. but yeah. But uh, anyway, getting back to the actual Perfect.
1: pick at hand uh, for Monday night, I'm going to go under 43 and a half. Kind of going in sync uh, opposite what I did with the last primetime game which is uh, Dolphins-Eagles. I like the under here. Um, Debo Samuel probably not going to play in this game. I would expect McCaffrey also to not play in this game more than likely, or if he is, he'll be very limited. He may try to give it a go. Um, without Samuel, this is a very, very different 49ers team uh, offensively. So, uh, And I think the Niners will be able to contain Minnesota pretty well. I mean, they only scored 19 yesterday against a banged-up Bears defense, um, and a Bears defense is not particularly good on the road. So I think that the uh the Vikings will be able to uh hold the Niners at least somewhat in check. And I think the Niners will definitely be able to uh, limit the Vikings without Justin Jefferson obviously still out without hamstring for at least another three weeks. So give me the under 43 and a half uh in the game. Um just to recap here for Benny Buckets, myself, uh the uh the best bets are uh Bills Patriots under 41 and a half. Uh, Saints minus three against the Jaguars and the Bucs minus two and a half against the Falcons at home. Perfect.
0: Perfect. And my best bets are Bills-Patriots, Bills minus nine, Steelers-Rams, Rams minus three, and Chargers-Chiefs over 50 and a half. Perfect. And, and that is going to do a- it. What, what is
1: your upset special, sir? We need an upset oh, special from I apologize. Oh, Sorry, got- for Benny Buggs, the upset special is Lions plus three.
0: I apologize. I got a little ahead of myself. Yes. Um, well, that would probably be it as well. But we want to be, we want to have a little fun here. We don't want to pick the same upset special. So that yeah. means, huh. uh, were the Colts an ups, were the Colts?
1: Yes, um, the, Colts, the Colts were underdogs
0: or two yeah, point give underdogs. Me, give me the Colts as my upset special. Colts are his upset special. Okay. Very good. Perfect. All right. I am Game Day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. We are going to let you guys go quick here because we have some sporting events that we would like to watch. So I'm Game Day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Bye bye guys.